Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. The Spice and Tea Exchange offers a wide variety of spices, loose leaf teas, seasoning blends, sugars, salts, and more to guests from around the world. Visitors are encouraged to freely explore the shop, open jars of fragrant spices, and receive helpful advice on flavors and cooking from a passionate, involved staff. Take a quick glance behind their blending counter, and you might find employees hand-mixing custom spice blends, serving up flavorful tea options, or crafting unique gifts. The Spice and Tea Exchange began franchising in August 2008 and found a home in Greenville in 2013. We want to celebrate our fifth year in Greenville and 10 years as a company. Come meet our new owner, Valerie, and receive 15% off your total purchase. If you mention you heard it on Yeah! That Soccer Show, thanks again to the Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville for being the official spice store of Yeah! That Soccer Show. This podcast is sponsored in part by the Milltown Operatives. The Milltown Operatives are the official supporters group of Greenville FC. You can check out some of their merchandise and help support the group by going to teespring.com slash stores slash Milltown GVL. Make sure you check out their merchandise. They're launching new designs all the time, and you can be a part of the official supporters group of Greenville FC. This is Yeah! That Soccer Show. Your one-stop shop for all your soccer coverage in Greenville and the upstate. We want this show to be driven by you, so make sure you send us an email at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome into another episode of Yeah That Soccer Show. It's episode number 34, and we're excited to bring you a very special episode this week, previewing an event going on this weekend, Saturday, October 27th at 7 o'clock p.m. The Greenville Swamp Rabbits, our local hockey team, are going to be hosting Soccer Night, thanks in part to all of your votes on Twitter to get this as the fans' choice night for the Swamp Rabbits season this year. I had the chance to sit down and interview a couple of the folks involved with the Swamp Rabbits that were responsible for making this happen, and I'm excited to bring you that interview today. So without further ado, let's get to that conversation with the Swamp Rabbits. Welcome into a very special interview uh, for Yeah! That Soccer Show. We are excited to be down at the Greenville Swamp Rabbits headquarters with two guests today, Jordan Coons and Michael McFadden. Guys, introduce yourselves. Tell us what you do here for the team. Well, I'm Jordan Coons. I'm the Director of Media Relations and Broadcaster, uh, colloquially known as the Voice of the Swamp Rabbits. So you hear me on the radio, and that's basically what I do. I'm Michael McFadden. I'm the Director of Game Operations and Community Events. So I oversee everything that goes on during the game when the guys aren't playing. So the intermission games, the, the timeouts, uh, everything that we do in terms of Fan engagement, that's what I'm in charge of. So, 
I have two of you here, so this you know I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but tell us a little bit about you guys, where you're from, how you got connected uh, to the Swamp Rabbits, and to these particular roles that you're in. So I actually, I grew up here in Greenville, left uh, for almost 10 years, and then made my way back a little bit over a year ago, and did a season-long internship with the team last year, and then at the end of last year, what I was doing my internship in was what I'm doing now, and the position had opened up at the end of the season, and I was fortunate enough to slot right in. I am not from here, if my accent tells you anything. Uh, I'm from outside Philly originally, um, an introvert doing an extrovert's job. You know, normally I'm a rather quiet individual. I don't love to, to talk in normal conversation, but broadcasting kind of worked. Uh, I worked at it and, and continue to work at it. In Central PA, I, you know, I, I've called soccer before. I've called it uh, at the high school level, college level. I went to Millersville University. Um, out of school, I actually was in South Carolina for a bit, uh, for three months in Lexington, went back to Dubuque, Iowa, uh, for a hockey team with the Dubuque Fighting Saints, and now I find myself back in South Carolina, and uh, just had to get used to the heat a bit. Now it's a little chilly, so, you know, it all worked out. So, before we get into the specific reason we're here to talk about the Swamp Rabbits, tell me a little bit about the season's already kicked off, you guys have had a few games so far, how's the season started and then what are your expectations for this season for the team? Well, we started with opening night, and we had quite a crowd for opening night. Got three out of a possible four points against a league powerhouse in Toledo in our first weekend. Uh, did not win this past weekend against two South Division foes, but you know what's cool about being in the South Division is that you just see them the most. So we'll be seeing two more South Division foes this weekend in uh, Jacksonville, and Atlanta, and of course, capped off with a soccer night here this weekend. And yeah, I think from, from my aspect, it's, you know, taking what we did on that opening weekend and, you know, trying to continue that and making sure that the fans have a great time while they're here. We had the introduction of a goal horn this year, which I think caught a lot of fans off. By surprise, we, we ended up getting a train horn, which it's... Great addition. Uh, a, I agree, great addition. And it's, it's actually, we did the research on this, and it's the horn that trains use uh, coming through Greenville. So, you know, that, that was something that we really looked at and wanted to kind of have that tie-in with, you know, again, just that fan engagement and the city itself. Sometimes people don't know that, like, it'll be subconscious. Like, that sounds familiar. I'm hoping at some point... Someone will just be like, oh, yeah, that's a really cool touch. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, you saying that might, you know, turn the light on for some people. I didn't know that myself, so now I do. So it's not unusual for folks who come to Swamp Rabbit games, maybe go to drive games, maybe been to soccer games, or really any kind of sports games in their lifetime that uh, you have these promotional nights that come up from time to time. So the Swamp Rabbits, uh, back in September, I believe, put out a poll on Twitter and said, hey, we're going to do Fans' Choice Night. And you had three options. You had Nurses' Night, Halloween Night, and Soccer Night. So my first question would be, how did we, how did we get those three choices? I mean, I think Halloween's easy to see because it's, you know, it's Halloween weekend. But how did, you, how did you pull those other two out of there? I would, I would say we just kind of took a look at, at everything. Last year we had a Nurses' Night. So we, you know, we had done it before and wanted to include that. Like you said, Halloween was a no-brainer because we're that close to Halloween. And then 
I, I'm a I'm a big time soccer guy, and so I, I had a little bias in uh, throwing soccer night into the mix. But we, we've also noticed there, you know, we, we do look at other teams around the league, and not just at the ECHL, um, but you know, AHL, NHL, and what they what they do. And we noticed that soccer night tended to be pretty popular. So with you know everything that's been happening here in Greenville, with you know Greenville FC and uh, the Triumph, it just kind of made sense to to have that as one of the other options. And there's an odd connection with soccer and hockey. Like um, one of our players actually does play uh, semi professionally in the Toronto area. Michael Pellick. He plays in the off season, uh, so he's one player. And before games, the players will warm up with a game called sewer or two touch, one touch, whatever it is. Uh, so soccer seems to always have this kind of influence. You know, when I was in Dubuque, there was power rankings with the team as to who was the best at FIFA. You know, that was that's something that went on. They chirped each other relentlessly about that. So the two sports do share some sort of symbiotic relationship. It's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I mean they're both they're both what I would call niche sports a little bit. You you know, you, they're not your baseball, basketball, football. Like these are these are kind of the peripheral sports at least for now. Um, in the country. So yeah, I think there's definitely a connection there. But when you when you set up this fans choice night uh, poll, you wind up getting 402 total votes, which I think is probably a pretty good, pretty good uh, level of engagement there. Nurses night, poor the poor nurses, including my wife, they only got 8% of the vote. Um, and really, it was a tight race there the whole time between Halloween night and soccer night. Ultimately, soccer night gets the edge 48 over 44. Uh, in terms of percentage. So my first question is, Michael, you talked about throwing it in there because you had this passion for soccer night, but did anyone really expect soccer night to beat Halloween night on Halloween weekend? And it, and what was the reaction like once soccer night was finally chosen by the fans? I think I think we knew it was going to be a tight race. And, we, and, we, and again, we kind of looked at all the different aspects of it. You know, when, when we had the nurses' night last year, again, being close to Halloween, we knew that was going to be you know, a, a, a big engagement piece for the fans. Um, and then, of course, soccer, when you look at it, like I said, with everything that's been going on around the area, we felt that it was going to be a close race in general. And I think probably the biggest surprise was just how close it ended up being in the end, but only for two. And, you know, like I said, for me, being a, being a big soccer fan, I mean, I was excited. I think, again, you know, Fan engagement goes beyond just what happens in, you know, in the arena. And this was an opportunity to give, you know, have the fans vote in and tell us what they wanted to see. And so, like you said, we, you know, we're kind of in these two sports where, you know, they're not always the most well-known. And it, it was just, it was fun to see, you know, our fans say, hey, yeah, soccer night would be a cool thing to see. So you guys, for soccer night, you're, you're giving $4 off tickets for anybody who shows up to the box office wearing a soccer jersey, which is a really cool thing to do. And then you've also promised special intermission activities. So I don't know if you guys have any specifics you want to share about that or anything else that people should know about getting ready to come to soccer night on Saturday. Um, I, I would say, you know, uh, dur- during our first intermission, uh, we, we will have a little soccer on ice. So we're... Well, we'll see how that how that plays out. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the, you know, when when we come to an intermission, the the ice is you know extremely cut up because of the players and everything else. So it's not like walking on just clean ice, but uh, it's definitely still going to be slick. 
and uh, I, don't, I fell I don't earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone try to play soccer on ice. I've played in the snow, and it can get a little a uh, little dicey at times. But uh, on on straight ice, I'm I'm intrigued to see what will happen, and then. Uh, we, we do have a couple of timeouts where we're going to incorporate, you know, soccer into the, you know, the fan engagement piece with, in, you know, the contests that we have then. Okay. Um, this weekend, there was a tweet out there that showed Stomper, the mascot for the Swamp Rabbits, playing some soccer dot, darts down at the Nest Vest. So the crossover is real. It's happened. My question is, what would... And this is just a little fun, just dreaming. What would a hockey night at next year at a Greenville FC or Greenville Triumph game look like? What would you guys would you guys be interested in that? What would that look like for from your perspective? Well, that's that's it would be like closest thing to like field hockey, wouldn't it? Like, except you can use your backhand. That's the only difference. Uh, <laughs> you know, you probably couldn't use a puck. You'd have to use a ball. Um, and again, uh, one would hope that the grass is well cut because otherwise that pucker ball is not going anywhere. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I never, I never thought of it the other way around. Maybe that's just me feeling like closed-minded. But I never <laughs> thought of it that way. Yeah, I think I think there's uh, always always that opportunity. I mean, you know, a lot of hockey fans have hockey jerseys, kind of like what we're doing with with our game. You know, we can have uh, have jerseys come out and. Uh, it's always interesting to see how many different NHL teams will pop up in the arena at one time. Um, we, we also have an inflatable hockey rink that we can take out, um, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So I, th- I think there's definitely a few things there. Um, you know, may- maybe getting uh, Stomper out there again in, in some capacity, that, that should uh, always be a, cra- a crowd favorite. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, a soccer player hit the ball into a hockey net. It's only 4 by 6 as opposed to the go. massive goal frame you guys have to work with. So I'm, I'm curious if someone can uh, bend it like Beckham in there and, and yeah. see what they can do. <laughs> that would be a good challenge for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Jordan, this question may be a little more geared towards you, but okay. I, I know you've got uh, – uh, and a lot of folks may not know about all this stuff, but you've got the Rabbits Report, which is a regular thing you do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ECHL TV where folks can can watch games if they're not necessarily at the at the arena. And then you do you do the online radio broadcast as well. Tell people a little bit about how they can catch Swamp Rabbit games. Obviously, you want them here, you want them in person. And there's nothing right. like watching hockey in person. But if for some reason they're busy or or the team's on the road, how can folks catch? All this stuff. Well, yeah, the Rabbits Report on ESPN Upstate, 9 a.m. on Saturdays, is the kind of the analysis or the, the spice of life, getting to know the guys off the ice kind of thing. That's every Saturday at 9, so that's an hour of whatever Patrick Brown and myself find to talk about, about the team, recapping the week, as well as, again, getting to know the guys in terms of the broadcast, there's 12 games this year that are on ESPN Upstate. If they're not there... If you go to Mixler, that's M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Swamp dash Rabbits. That's the Swamp Rabbits Broadcast Network. Or if you go to listen slash watch on SwampRabbits.com, it takes you right there. Uh, ECHL TV is a pay-for service where you can watch the games wherever uh, we may be. I believe early bird subscriptions are still available. Um, But again, you can catch every game, and I'm always looking for more listeners to hop on board. Um, I'd like to think that my broadcast is pretty accessible. I'm always willing to uh, really educate. I think when I started, when I did some soccer games, when I first started, I had no idea what I was talking about. Like, I didn't know that one shot on goal was okay. 
in a whole game. And, and it just so happened the game that I did that in the entire game there was just one shot on goal and ended one nothing. Like I I didn't know that. So for those that maybe soccer fans that have never listened to a game of hockey, I try to make the game accessible and if there's a a subject that doesn't make sense, I try my best to explain it every time it comes up. So why else should folks come out to Swamp Rabbit Games this season beyond just soccer night? Obviously folks are gonna be excited, but beyond that, like what why should folks come out? Give us the sell. Well, I think in terms of, you know, just to kind of touch on the soccer night a little bit more, being a soccer player myself, it wasn't until maybe about eight years ago where I I really kind of got reinvigorated and started watching hockey again. And when when you take the the obvious things with, you know, playing on ice and just the speed of the game to a degree and, and obviously fighting kind of the, those types of things, the way hockey is played is very, very similar to soccer. Um, you know, tactically, it's it's spot on. I mean, it's all about triangles, passing, moving, you know, where, you know, you have something like football and the plays are already drawn out. You know, ho- hockey and, and soccer are very similar in that aspect where, you know, you're dropping the puck back a lot. You're, you know, you're trying to make the long pass up the wing. You're trying to get in the positional plays into the corners. I mean, there, there's a lot of, of similarities between the two, which again, that, that just makes it more exciting for me to watch. And then in terms of just hockey in general, you know, I always say you got, you got to give it a chance. You got to come out, um, you know, come out to the arena. It's definitely a sport where, you know, you you want to see it live in person. Uh, the, the sound of the puck hitting a stick, you know, guys going into the boards, uh, you know, our, our new goal horn, um, you know, all, all those things, again, I think just, you know, it, it makes the sport a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, watching these guys as fluid as they are on ice, you know, it just, it, it floors me what, you know, someone can do on, on a sheet of ice. Yeah, it's good, affordable, family fun. And, again, it comes back to what Michael said. All it takes is one game. Uh, back in 2004, the Flyers were on a playoff run. Uh, in the second round against Jersey, and my dad took me to one of those games. The Flyers just killed the Devils that day. But it was from then on that I got really interested in the sport, and I got so interested in it that I got obsessed with it, and then it became my career. So I'm not saying that that's the one-size-fit-all. Everyone's just going to go into it uh, in their first try, but I still feel like all it takes is one game to get hooked. And for those on the fence... Just do it. You know, if you come to the box office in a kit, not full kit. I mean, if you come up in the full kit, I mean, you'd be really getting into the spirit of it. But if you if you show up in a kit, you know, $4 off your ticket, you, you can't beat it. Yeah, so this is a great chance for folks to give it that one game. May, see the similar, similarity, because I definitely see that there between between hockey and soccer. But, yeah, give it give it this this Saturday October 27th, 7 o'clock, we're playing Atlanta, correct, yes. the Gladiators? Yep. So that'll be a good matchup, a, a meaningful matchup for the team. So make sure you come out and check out Soccer Night. Guys, thanks for jumping on the podcast. How can folks stay in touch with you and with the uh, with the team? Because, Jordan, I know you talked about the Mixler site, and you, you tweet that out pretty regularly. So mm-hmm. how can folks uh, connect with you guys on social media? On Twitter, at JCKVoice. On Instagram at Jordan Coons. That's K U H N S. Um, I'm usually you'll see my uh, 
my name is Red Devils. I'm a big Manchester United supporter, and it's just R-E-D-E-V-I-L-S. Uh, you just use the one D and then the number ten. So usually you can you can find me on any of those uh, under that under that name. <laughs> and at Swamp Rabbits is obviously the team account. So you make bet. sure you check all of them out. Hey guys, again, thanks for jumping in on the show. Yeah, Chris, thank you. Thank you. Once again, a huge thank you to the Swamp Rabbits, not only for coming on to hype up the game on Saturday, but also just for help, for allowing Soccer Night to even be an option for the hockey team this year. We're excited to see what they've got going on. So make sure you show up in your kits for Saturday, whether that's your Greenville FC kit or another kit for your favorite team, maybe a, a U.S. Men's National Team, maybe if you're like me, a Chelsea kit or an Atlanta United kit. Let's show up and let's be, make our presence known, make them not regret the fact that they allowed soccer night to happen. Let's be a presence at the Swamp Rabbits game this Saturday night. Hey, I uh, want to keep you up to date on a couple of things. One thing going on, soccer and sweet tea over where I write is wrapping up for the season. They're going to be shutting down for the winter, but that does not mean that the writing is going to stop covering upstate soccer. Um, as you know, we've got a lot of stuff coming down the pike with Greenville Triumph. I'm sure that Greenville FC is going to have some news forthcoming as well. So I'm actually going to transition over and during the offseason write a little bit at the Yeah That Soccer Show blog, something we have not utilized very well this season, but that will be uh, happening in offseason as news breaks. We'll tweet it out from the Yeah That Soccer Show account, so make sure you stay there. I will probably tweet it out from my personal account as well. Um, and that's just going to be at yeahthatsoccershow.com, so make sure you stay tuned there as we go into the off season. Hey, I can't wait to see you guys out Saturday night, and hopefully I get to chat with some of you at the hockey game. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Here at Yeah That Soccer Show, we're excited to continue our partnership with Uptown Poor, part of the Uptown Company, along with their sister organization, Uptown Catering. Hey, if you are looking for food or beverage catering for your next event or party, make sure you go check them out. You can go to UptownPoorCo.com, or if you want to see and visualize what you're going to get for your money, go over to Instagram and follow them at The Uptown Company. You can see all of the great things they have on offer. Thanks again to Uptown Poor for sponsoring Yeah, That Soccer Show. Here at Yeah That Soccer Show, we're always excited to tell you about our sponsors so that you can support them because they support us and we're able to bring you the shows thanks to all of their generosity. And that includes Brad Butchkowski of the Wonder Check Realty Group. You can find him on social media at Brad Butchkowski, B-U-C-Z-K-O-W-S-K-I, or I am Brad B on Twitter. Or you can check out his website, brad.selling-greenville.com. That's Brad Butchkowski with the Wonder Check Realty Group.